And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Game Notes Podcast. I'm Dave DeFore. I'm back from vacation. Tony Jones is here. What's up, Tony? I missed you where, last where week, Where did man. you go for vacation? I went to my friend's house in Florida. I, what part I, of um, Florida were you in? I was in Destin. It's pretty nice, oh. man. Um, I got rained out half the week, but... You know, it's Florida, so it's going to rain. I mean, it rains every day in Florida. Yeah. Right around from anywhere between noon to three, there's a thunderstorm in Florida. Yeah. I mean, and if you're really lucky, you get a supercell. Those are fun. Did you get any beach time? You know, so the water was not quite warm enough to swim in. I did go in like to my knees or whatever. I did a lot of walking on the beach. It didn't hang. I'm not much of a beach hanger. If I'm hanging on the beach, that water has got to look like pool water. Um, But I did walk on the beach a lot. I probably walked like five or six miles on the beach. It was good. It was nice, man. It was relaxing. Did you go to a club? What? A club? Yeah. No. Do I seem like a club guy to you, Tony? I mean, listen. I'm a bar I'm guy. Just, just I'm a bar asking. guy. You could have been You could have been on South Beach, you know, clubbing. No, wait, hold on. That, so I was I was on the Alabama coast. That, let's just, <laughs> I'll clear that up. All right. I was on the Alabama coast. Not, I wasn't in Miami. I was on the Alabama coast. The water was nice and green. It was beautiful. Um, but no, I was <laughs> did not go to any clubs. You seem like a guy who will wear a tight muscle shirt. You are and, insane, Tony. And unbutton the shirt at the top. You know, your chest hairs are out and you got a gold chain, seven gold chains. A there. gold chain? Yes. What? Tony, uh, all right. Tony, we've hung out before. <laughs> You've seen me out at a bar. We've taken pictures together. I know. We've, yeah. We've hugged for the camera. <laughs> Do I seem like the kind of guy that's wearing overly tight clothes? I'm just saying. I mean, maybe know. I'm showing off the chest hair a little bit sometimes. Anyway. You might want to show off the chest hair. I'm just I'm Yeah, just, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Welcome to your I, Utah look, Jazz really Game Notes podcast. <laughs> the, the most important thing there is that I'm not really into clubs, but I do like bars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we talk about the Jazz? Yeah. we, we Are we they interesting? to talk about the Jazz. It All right. Well, let's start with- I got a question for you. Oh, I was going to ask you for an update on Donovan Mitchell first. No, forget Before Donovan we get Mitchell. to that. No. Okay. Please. All right. All right. If you're the Utah Jazz, <laughs> you are Dennis Lindsay. Dave, you are Dennis Lindsay. No, you're Quinn Snyder. Who has more control over this one? Quinn Snyder? Or oh, I'd say Quinn Lindsay Snyder. Okay. So you're Quinn Snyder. Do you want the number one seed or do you want the number two seed? I think you want the number one seed because home court throughout the playoffs is going to be important. And in particular, I think for Utah, being able to play at home four out of seven games that they make the conference finals, that's that matters. So I think they want the one seed. They're going to be able to handle, and I keep making this joke about- But that means you, how Utah, you're going through the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, you're going to have to go through somebody, right? So it's either going to be the Lakers or the Clippers. I said that on Twitter last the night. Suns. You got flame for it. Well, okay, but the people flaming you just don't understand how it works. And and maybe you don't want to play the Lakers, but do you want to play the Clippers? I don't know. Do you want to play the Suns? Probably. Okay, so I'm going to answer this for you. I don't know whether you want to play the Lakers or the Clippers because 
you look at the Lakers and obviously LeBron James and Anthony Davis, those are two of the top five players in the league. LeBron James is the best player in the league, yada, yada, yada. They got the best defense in the league. But the Clippers are playing better than anybody in the league right now. Pretty and much. the other thing that, that, was, that would scare me with the Clippers is they are probably, if, if the Jazz are the best three-point shooting team in the league, the Clippers probably number two. And if you're the Jazz and the Lakers right now, your series comes down to whether you can trade the twos and keep them off the line for your threes. Against the Clippers, the Clippers are going to be able to match that firepower from beyond, from beyond the arc. And they're going to be able to score twos because of Kawhi and Paul George. So I don't know if there's a road easier traveled there. I think that the Lakers and the Clippers, it's the same team. It's the same challenge. They're on the same tier to me. I worry about getting a little too cute. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to play around with tanking to the two seed? Now, Phoenix would, I think, have a similar thought. They probably don't want to run into the Lakers either, especially if Anthony Davis looks great when he comes back. I think nobody's worried about LeBron, funnily enough, me included, but kind of worried about AD. I don't know, man. I'm with you. I think Utah should go for the one seed. I, I think that that's the move. Uh, I'm And if you there. play the Lakers, so be it. You have to beat somebody at some point. You have to beat somebody. And you're not going to play him in the first round. You might get Steph Curry. The Warriors are not going to win that series. But Steph Curry might get hot and maybe you go six. And that's not great. I, like Utah, they need to be very careful, especially because of the Donovan Mitchell injury. Like, I mean, he's coming back, I'm assuming, right before the playoffs. I think Donovan I'm Mitchell guessing. will be back sometime within the next 10 days. Okay. But it's still an ankle injury. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Tony, you may not be aware, but a lot of my longtime listeners know this. I'm a truther when it comes to ankle injuries. It's why I'm worried about LeBron to a certain degree, but LeBron has proven himself to just be, you know, just a different guy. I'm not worried about LeBron. But at normal all. In fact, players. I think, I think LeBron's kind of milk. I mean, I don't want to say milking. I think LeBron. No, he might is, be resting. Is resting. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing 40 chess on us. Yeah, I've right. thought about that too. But with Donovan Mitchell as a normal guy, right? Like a normal NBA player. I do worry about the ankle and coming back too soon. And, you know, is he going to be hampered by the ankle? Is he going to be diminished? Do they need to worry about the increased chance of injury? Yes, absolutely. High ankle sprains, they take a while to heal. This isn't I like... I will stop you there. This is not a high ankle sprain for... Oh, it wasn't a high ankle sprain. It's a low ankle sprain. It's a low ankle sprain. All right, they still take a time to heal. All right, but right. I am corrected right. there. So not as long. Uh, I was thinking about LeBron. He had the high ankle sprain. But they, it does take a while and it does have you know, diminishing effects on other parts of your body and your game. Now, with that being said, we know that sports science has come a long way and I'm sure that, that Utah is not going to get them out there too early. They, they've got a nice cushion and I don't think that they would be gunning for the one seed and putting Donovan Mitchell's health at risk to get it. Well, so that's, they're not going the to right? rush him back. There's exactly. No yeah. There's no way they're, they're going to rush him back. And listen, if the Jazz fall to the number two seed, but it means that they're healthy and it means that they're fresh, they're ready for that. They're prepared for that. They're fine with it. And they want the number one seed. 
but they don't want the number one seed at the cost of their overall health. They're 26 and three at home right now, right? Like if you want to just be very, very simple about this, they're 26 and three at home and they're 18 and 12 on the road. Seems yes. like it seems that to me p- paints the picture pretty well. Not that they're a bad road team because 18 and 12 is good, but 26 and three. I mean, that's a excellent home record. I will say two of those three losses are to uh, Phoenix and oh, wait, actually they didn't lose to the Clippers. They beat the Clippers at home. So wait a minute. They lost to. Oh, I'm sorry. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves and they lost to the Washington Wizards at home. Yeah. And you're going to lose games occasionally. Yes. I like them at home a lot. I think they should go for that one seed. Also, I mean, again, if I can be a little philosophical here, tanking for tanking for seeding sucks. I don't like it. Like I don't I don't particularly like tanking anyway, but I at least understand organizational tanking, developing young players, etc. I really don't like the the thought and and I'm probably going to get made fun of by people who you know, think that they're too smart about basketball. But I do think that as a guy who watches the NBA as a, you know, sports fans generally, I don't want to see anybody like lose on purpose or, you know, rest guys to lose games on purpose for for playoff jockeying. Just, man, just play the games in front of you and try to win. That's it. So if you're a Laker perspective and – Obviously, you get LeBron James back and you get Anthony Davis back. Let's say everybody's healthy, everybody's fresh. It's still not an easy road because you have to go through Denver. And that means you're playing at elevation without home court advantage. If you beat Denver, if and when you beat Denver, you're playing the Jazz at elevation without home court advantage. That's not the easiest road ever. No, nobody in the West has an easy road. This is the thing. Nobody is sneaking into the finals out of the West, yeah. uh, barring injury. I mean, Denver's going to have to play everybody. Everybody's going to have to play Denver. Same with the Clippers, the Suns, the Lakers. I mean, even if you look, like, do you want to play Damian Lillard in the first round? Right now, the Clippers would play the Blazers. The Blazers were the last hope for somebody, quote unquote, getting an easy road to the to, to the conference finals, right? Because if the, the Blazers had eclipsed the, the Lakers for the five seed, they pushed the Lakers to six, they make the Lakers and the Clippers play in the first round, and then, you know, they somehow beat Denver without Jamal Murray in the first round, then you're looking at the top seed getting Portland in the second round, which is infinitely more desirable than the other team getting the Los Angeles team. But since that's not happening, and since the Lakers are probably going to be in the five and the Clippers are probably going to three, those guys are on opposite sides. And that means there is no easy road. You are going, if if you are Phoenix, if you are Utah, if you are any other team, you're going to most likely 95% have to go through one of the LA teams just to get to the conference finals. So there's no easy road. There's no easy way out. Even Memphis, like they could play Memphis in the first round. And they have Jaron Jackson back. <laughs> right. It's just the the West is so tough. I think you just, you, you're going to psych yourself out if you start playing the game of, well, we don't want to face this team in the second round. I, look, Utah has been awesome all year trying to win every game. Just do that. It seems like it's working pretty well. Right. And trust your own process. Trust your own process and and, and trust your team. You're right. 44 and 15 for a reason. You're not the Nuggets. You didn't just lose your second best player 
to a season ending injury, right? Like, yes, Donovan Mitchell is out for a little bit, but it it, it is not a serious injury. He's going to be back. You don't need to go, you know, there, there is no rearranging that needs to happen. I just think that they just need to keep playing and, and taking the time here while, while Donovan Mitchell's out to try some stuff, feel free to try some stuff out, but they should still be trying to win games. And they mostly are. I mean, they're six and four in their last 10. That's pretty good. Yes. If you win 60% of your games all season, you're a playoff team. So, you know, it's not like they're, they're struggling right now. I could see if, if they were playing like they were exhausted, maybe you start, all right, well, we're going to take a few losses here, do some scheduled rest. I know they did that the day after Donovan Mitchell went down. You know, everybody sat. But I think that this team has done pretty well all year managing minutes. It doesn't seem like anyone is has an outsized workload. They've done really, really well at voiding injuries. And then when guys are injured, I think they've done a really good job of easing them back. I wouldn't mess with anything. You know, and they've actually looked pretty spry. I thought they played a heck of a game against Rudy has a burst right now, by the way. Rudy's been, there's going to be more, I'm, you know, there's going to be more on, on Rudy Gobert. I'm, I've got something coming. Are you writing the MVP case for Rudy Gobert? I can't confirm or deny that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I will be writing something major on Rudy Gobert, but I can't confirm or deny what the gist of the story is going to be, but it's it's going to be something that makes the front page of The Athletic. Should we talk about this for a second? Because there is a little bit of, like, we're at the point of the year where usually we're looking at the playoffs, right? And March Madness has just ended or whatever, but we've got a few more weeks left. and And I think that... We're in that part of the news cycle where the only thing that we have to talk about is the MVP. Marcus Thompson wrote the great Steph Curry story. I know you read it. I'll read everything about Marcus. Me too. Me too. And and that's great, but like I don't think Steph Curry should really be in the MVP conversation. He's having a great season. They're not winning. And I think that that's a good argument for maybe including Rudy in that conversation. He's not the MVP, but is he a guy who we could say, you know, Five or six in the MVP race? Maybe. I mean, when you look at it, if they're the one seed in the West. I will say this. I think the the the, the Ben Simmons propaganda is cute, but Rudy <laughs> Gobert should be the unanimous defensive player of the year. And I agree with you there because Rudy Gobert doesn't get to play with Joel Embiid. There is not a single metric analytically that does not point without a, without question to Rudy Gobert being the the defensive player of the year not one so I mean, I basically think that that's, a, that's a dunk that's a slam dunk literally yeah. listen i've said this before um across you know various platforms but i think rudy gobert joel Embiid, and nikola Jokic this year they all three of those guys deserve so much credit for making the center position in general relevant again because all three of those guys have just been just dominant all three of those guys this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. If you look around the league a little bit, and now I know we're getting sidetracked because I, I have a soft spot for bigs. I just love them. I that aesthetic, the old like 80s and early 90s aesthetic, I love that. Olajuwon yes. facing up. So DeAndre Ayton right now is my favorite player to watch for numerous reasons. But 
Think about the game that Aiton played against Gobert a few weeks ago. Even he has elevated his game this year. Yes. So bigs generally are coming up. And I would I would think that we could point at point to Embiid, Jokic, Gobert being so good and effective that teams are like, oh man, we have to develop these guys. I really want to see a Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis series. I want to see that. A real one. A real series. How do you think it would go? Because there's this idea that AD is just going to, you know, people. I think people's perception of Anthony Davis is a little bit skewed still from the bubble where he shot like Kevin Durant from three. But there's this perception that Anthony Davis just pulls Gobert out of the paint and the Lakers get to just waltz to the rim or they just shoot threes because Gobert is staying inside. I don't think it would work that way. I don't think it would either. I think you think about how they pre-switch. I think Utah is is prepared. I don't think that Davis outside of the paint gives Gobert as many problems as Nikola Jokic does because Davis is not as good a shooter as Jokic is. Jokic is an elite shooter mm-hmm. and Davis is a good shooter. There's a difference. Davis is an elite mid-range shooter, but but Jokic is a darn near elite three-point shooter. So there's a difference. Now, the question would be whether Anthony Davis starts getting to the rim off the dribble against Rudy, whether, you know, that's that's the thing. But the thing that helps the Jazz is, is if you play Davis at the five. Yes, it helps the Lakers, but it also helps the Jazz because it eliminates the it eliminates a seven-footer from the floor, which means the Jazz have a better chance of rebounding, rebounding the basketball. And that's been tough for them. And that's been tough for them. It's how Phoenix beat them. You're right. That's exactly how Phoenix beat them. So if you keep Andre Drummond on the floor, then that means you're opening Drummond up to, to being exposed and pick and roll. And that means that the Lakers have to play drop big. They can't switch as much. And I just do not think you can consistently play drop big against the Jazz. They move the ball you too can't. well. Uh, they're too good in pick and roll. They're, they're too good shooting the and basketball transition. from both, both corners. Yeah, it's just hard to play drop big. You got to switch against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. It's not as foolproof as it used to be uh, because the Jazz have become a lot better at attacking switches. But it's still like if you play drop big against the Jazz for a series, you're just going to give up 120 points a game because they're going to score against that drop big. You know, so if the Jazz and the Lakers play in a series, I just think that you're almost going to have to play Anthony Davis at the five. I think that's the plan, though. You know, I mean, Anthony Davis was their center in the playoffs last year. But that makes the Lakers smaller than they it would does. have been against the Jazz. You know, and then you just you get LeBron hitting the glass harder. Look, the, the Lakers, right. if... If LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy, they're the favorites for me. I don't I care agree. how much time I'm they you. missed. I am with you. Right? Because LeBron is still the best player in the league. Right. And that matters. 100%. And so, that matters. But high ankle sprain, 36 years old. Like, we know that the wheels will fall off at some point, and I'm not guessing that it's just happened. I doubt it. That's why LeBron's missed. How much How much time has he missed? He's missed two months, It feels months, like right? two months. Yeah. Yeah. It was just after the All-Star game. So I mean, uh, th- listen. I knew that once once that was in high ankle sprain, I was like, oh, we're not going to see LeBron for a long time because number one, they're going to make sure that ankle is healed. But number two, guess what? It's a blessing in disguise because LeBron and Anthony Davis went hard in the bubble. They won a championship. They came back on 70 days rest and their legs, they are resting their legs. There's no doubt in my mind that they're resting, that those guys are resting their legs and they're going to come back with fresher legs. So that's why I was like, you're just not going to see. And then when the Lakers didn't crater without both of them, when they didn't crater, 
And when they didn't drop to the sixth spot or drop to the seventh spot, that just, that was like, oh, well, we can rest you a little bit longer. So I, I, I expect LeBron to come back for like the last 10 games, use the last 10 games as, as you know, a runway to, to, to get your basketball rhythm back and to be, you know, healthy and ready to go for the playoffs. Yeah. The Lakers and the Clippers are the two teams in the West. They can win out of any seed. They were the 10th seed. They could go through the plan. And, and 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 win the West through the plan. Well, the fact that the Lakers can defend at the level that they can without LeBron and Anthony Davis—that's something. That's something that most teams don't have. Right. I, I don't think Utah has that. <laughs> it's a special. Utah can defend. They're not as good at defending. Not at the Lakers. level that the Lakers are doing no, it not with their all. bench guys. You yeah. can see it. And I so, saw it this. I saw it this weekend. Like I, you know, you saw it this weekend. Like their level of, of ball pressure. Now, eventually, the Jazz got to them. Because the ball movement got to them and they figured out that Andre Drummond was on the floor. So they just was like, okay. Because in the first half on Monday, you know, the Jazz were just, okay, we're, we're, you know, we're going to run one, three pick and rolls and we're going to run two, four pick and rolls. Like they were running, you know, all kinds of different concoctions and pick and rolls. And the Lakers had, you know, their ball pressure was speeding the Jazz up. But in the second half, they stopped. They were like, okay, we're just going to put Andre Drummond in every single pick and roll that we run. Wherever Andre Drummond switches, we're going to put him in that pick and roll. And that's when the dam broke and the Jazz were able to be as successful as they were offensively in the second half. But when Anthony Davis is on the floor and the Lakers can just switch everything, it becomes a lot. It becomes a lot different and it becomes a lot harder. You got me thinking that maybe tanking for the two seed isn't that dumb? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's the series I, w- I want to see. Um, I mean, the Nuggets would have been great if, if Jamal Murray hadn't gotten hurt. I still think a, a, a potential series against the Nuggets would be fun. Will Barton needs to step up into that Jamal Murray role, take on a little bit more usage, I think, for them to to really hit what their their new ceiling is. But those are those are the I don't know if that's the four or five game. Which or series, which it would be right now. It would be Nuggets Lakers. Maybe catching them in the second round is the time to do it because that first round is not going to be a cakewalk for either team. Well, the question is how how much can the Nuggets bloody the Lakers? Can they extend them to six? Can they extend them to seven? I think it'll go seven. Do the Lakers have to win? Do the Lakers have to go to the Pepsi Center and win a game seven and then turn around on one day's rest and go to Vivint? While the while the Jazz, you know, have beaten somebody in five and, and they've been resting for four or five days. You know, is that the scenario? Because it becomes harder for them if that if that happens. Right. I don't know. We're going to find out, I guess, soon. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like it's been done. You know, I didn't want to. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. 
Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's talk about our picks. We're not going to run through all these games because it was two weeks, but we both went four and three. Um, probably <laughs> our worst two-week stretch, actually, because... Um, well, that, we had an know, injury, so... Yeah, there was a, a, an off. injury, a rest game. Yeah. Um, Am I still one so, game behind you? or, or, or No, we, we're tied. We're, we're tied. tied. This thing is going Jesus to the wire. Christ. Um, we're both 37 and 18. Not bad. Very respectable. Uh, it helps that the Jazz are good. And it's the Wolves, Wolves, and Kings coming up in the next week. I'm assuming we both have three wins. I got three wins. Yeah. So we, we're we're looking at like the last three weeks of the regular season settling this thing. Actually, two weeks. Well, but we, so, ha- we have some swing games that are going to call that are going to that are going to cause dissension. We got at oh, yeah. Phoenix. We have two San Antonio Spurs games. We have one Toronto Raptors game where I think both of us could probably uh, see that a little differently. We have one Portland mm-hmm. game. Uh, so we have four or five games where those might be swing games in terms well, of. Well, now I'm going to start digging in, though. I'm going to start looking. I'm going to say, okay, oh, they're playing Toronto, huh? Well, Toronto has no shot at the play in. So they don't really care. Okay. They're half a game out of the play in. They do care. Well, no, no, I'm saying at that point, if we, yeah. if by that point. I know right now they do. But yeah, team, I'm going to start digging so in. San Antonio, we can't do that because that's that, hard, the, right? Those 10 spots are, are spoken for because I think New Orleans is four games out of the 10 spot right now. So there's no way they're catching up. Yeah, I don't think they're going to catch them. I mean, now here's the thing. I, I think that I, I would. I was about to say, you know how Greg Popovich would be about playing a team right before the playoffs. But with that being said, they're a play-in team. It's not like they're guaranteed to, to even see Utah in the first round, much less even make the playoffs. So I don't know if that would be an issue or not, but we'll have to see how things are going. But it's pretty tight. I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised that we're this close at this point. You're going to lose, Tony. I hope you know this. And I'm going to be the first person to actually claim the steak dinner. It's going to happen. Wait a minute. We can do the steak dinner when you're in uh, in Salt Lake. I'm coming. That's right. I'm coming out, uh, hopefully, hopefully for the first round. Uh, at least a game or two, and and we will do our dinner then. So I hope you're ready. Pick a place. Where do you want to go? Well, Long, uh, let's Long see who Long hits Long. us up. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Texas let's we'll put, a, we'll put a public call out. Hang on. Tell us the tell us the best steak place in uh, Salt Lake City. And if they'd like to sponsor the dinner, even better because Tony's not going to pay for it. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for this week. <laughs> Uh, for Tony Jones, I'm, I'm Dave DeFore. This has been the Game Notes Podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next week. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.